Welcome back to Fit Body Happy Joints. My name is Shannon. Today we are talking about how exercise affects skin. Exercise can accelerate aging of the skin if it is providing a stress response that your body can't handle. If that stress is outweighing your body's ability to clear the stress, it can age your skin more rapidly. Or if exercise is done in the appropriate amounts in a way that your body can recover from, it can reverse signs of aging. And I want to discuss that today because I came across a really interesting study that I will link in the show notes that talked about the difference in skin aging with cardio versus strength training. So I was recently interviewed on a different podcast and the host was asking me about why people seem to like look younger when they lift weights and when they strength train. And I, I think I kind of knew the answer, but I wanted to dive in it, into it a little bit more because I wanted to see what the research was behind this specifically. So I think I answered something along the lines of, you know, when you exercise, you exercise the anti-inflammatory. And when you have less inflammation, everything else in your body just works better and including your skin. So that was kind of my answer, but I wanted to dive into it a little deeper into a podcast because I thought it was a really interesting question. And what I think is cool about exercise and really anything that you do for your health is that it doesn't just affect one system of your body. It affects every other system in your body. So exercise isn't just going to affect your muscles and your heart and your lungs. It's going to have a positive effect on the function of your kidneys, on your digestive health, on your mental health, and on your skin. So I wanted to see the effects that training had on your skin specifically, and I'm no skin expert. I did a bit of basic refresh for the podcast to kind of learn and explain why the skin ages and then how exercise affects skin. What I found is that avoiding skin aging is not just about aesthetics. If you think about it, our skin is the first barrier that we have to the external world. It's helping protect us from pollutants and toxins and anything outside of us that we don't want inside our bodies. And the thicker we can have our skin, the healthier we can have our skin, the more we can protect ourselves from things in the outside world that we don't want in our bodies. So it's not just about aesthetics. Having healthy skin will really help our health overall. So today I want to talk about the basic anatomy of the skin and why it ages. And then we'll talk about how exercise, both aerobic training and strength training affects skin and how it can improve skin aging. So let's start with some basic anatomy and why each layer of the skin changes as we age. So there are three main layers of the skin. We'll start from the outside in. So the epidermis is the outer layer of our skin. The role of the epidermis is to provide a barrier between the body and your external environment. This is the layer of your skin that's kind of constantly shedding, regenerating, and remodeling. As we age, the rate of cell turnover starts to slow down, and this layer of your skin starts to thin. This layer also becomes less effective at retaining moisture, which can dry out the skin. And then this layer is also susceptible to sun damage, which causes changes in skin color and pigmentation. So that's the epidermis. And then below the, epi- below the epidermis is the dermis. The role of the dermis is to provide structural support and flexibility. This layer is a little thicker than the epidermis. It contains lots of vessels, nerves, and other connective tissues. 
Within your dermis, you have kind of the upper dermal layer and the lower dermal layer. The upper dermal dermal layer has more nerve endings and capillaries, blood capillaries, where the deeper layer has collagen and elastin, which kind of provide the structure and the thickness and the elasticity of your skin. So changes to this layer of the skin can cause sagging and wrinkles and fine lines since this is the layer that contains collagen and elastin and it helps keep the structure and thickness of your skin. And then lastly, we have the subcutaneous tissue, which is below the dermis. This is the deepest layer, the innermost layer of the skin. This is where your fat cells reside and it acts as an insulating layer to help regulate your body temperature. What happens as we age is we tend to lose fat in this layer as well as we lose muscle as we age, unless you're an Evo member and you're fighting against that, but, or or your strength training, we lose muscle and we lose fat. And this can play a role in the skin sagging and kind of an overall loss of volume in the skin. So the reasons why our skin ages are not just from chronological age. It's a combination of internal and external factors. The internal factors are processes inside our bodies, things that are happening inside us. So this is like genetics, so our DNA. This is hormones. This is other inflammation. This is other cellular processes inside us. Whereas external processes are things outside of us that are affecting our skin, like sun exposure, pollutants, toxins, things like that. Genetics or an internal process play obviously a big role in the aging of your skin. Some people just may be more prone to certain signs of aging. Hormonal shifts is another internal process that occur with age and can occur like during menopause with a decline in estrogen, which can change the elasticity of the skin. Regardless of the internal reason why your skin is aging, one of the kind of overarching themes that runs through this is that your mitochondrial metabolism starts to become impaired as we age. Mitochondrial metabolism is how your cells produce energy to do their respective tasks. So as we age, mitochondrial efficiency reduces and then the tissue, the the function of our body starts to suffer. The cells have less efficient energy to do their jobs. So the result is less efficient system, which from the outside will look like signs of aging. In the context of the skin, this means the cells function less optimally in the different layers of the skin and wrinkles, sagging, loss of volume happens. So I talked about metabolic flexibility and the power of improving our mitochondrial health in an episode I did recently. It was one of my favorite episodes I've done in a long time. That's episode number 121. So go back and listen to that episode because improving your metabolic flexibility will also have an effect on your skin. So if you want to learn more about that, go check out that episode. It's one of my favorites. But the bottom line is that if we want to avoid skin aging, we have to work from both the inside and from the outside. If we're talking about protecting our skin from external variables, from the outside, we want to think about the sun. We want to think about what we're putting on our skin. We want to think about, are we exposing ourselves to pollution and smoke and things like that? If we're talking about controlling internal factors, what's happening inside our bodies, that's where we want to think about lifestyle and exercise, what we are doing to improve the cellular function within us. 
And again, this is not just about aesthetics. Avoiding excessive aging of the skin can help protect us from the external environments and help prepare us to have barrier, better barriers from the outside world. So this brings me to exercise. Exercise can have the power to slow aging, but if too much exercise causes an overstress response, it can actually speed up aging. So this is yet another reason why more exercise is not better. If you're not recovering from your exercise routine, you'll be moving yourself backwards from a cellular level, and eventually that will manifest in signs of accelerated aging. If your body can't clear the damage from exercise because that damage is excessive and the stress response is outweighing your body's ability to recover, it causes an increase in what's called oxidative stress, which can accelerate aging of the skin. We want any stress in our life to be balanced with enough recovery and rest. I think a really potent example of how overstress affects signs, physical signs of aging is presidents. (laughs) If you see a president at the end of their term, they look significantly older than they did when they started. It's like they've, they've only chronologically aged eight years, but it looks like they've aged like 20 years. And this is because of a stress response. And remember that exercise is stress. And so if we have too much of it, it can have a negative response in our body. So when there is more damage than your body can clean up, the result is declining function in your cells and in your tissues. One of those manifestations is physical signs of aging, increased wrinkles, increased gray hair, uh, decreased volume of the skin, things like that. I think I always like to touch on how to know if you're doing too much because so many people are like, well, am I doing too much? I don't know. You will have symptoms before you start to see these signs of aging. So some of the symptoms are constant soreness. You should not feel like you got hit by a truck at all times. That is not a sign of a good, healthy, productive routine. If you have difficulty taking a deep breath, sometimes this means that you're overstressed. If you are tired, but wired, you're like on edge, but you're exhausted. If you're feeling weak all the time, even though you're exercising a lot, you feeling, you still feel like you're not gaining strength or even feel weak could be because you're doing too much. If you're having sleep issues or mood issues, if you're noticing your hair is thinning, if you're getting sick all the time. Getting sick all the time is a sign of a declining immune response. And a lot of times that can happen because your body is using its energy towards exercise and it doesn't have enough energy left for other processes like immune health and cell cleanup. It's because your body is overwhelmed with the inflammation that it's getting from overexercise. So these are signs that it's really time to change your routine and work smarter, not harder. But the good news is, is that if you are experiencing any of these symptoms, We have the power to slow and potentially reverse signs of aging that are coming from excessive exercise when we focus on working smarter, not harder. So let's get into exercises effect on skin specifically, and then I'll give some recommendations on how to exercise in a way that's going to be beneficial for your skin. So both cardio and strength training can improve signs of aging. Exercise stimulates certain molecules called interleukin-15 or IL-15. And what this molecule does is it helps to dampen excessive inflammation. It can also help regulate skin aging by enhancing mitochondrial biogenesis in the skin. Again, back to that um, metabolic flexibility conversation that we had a few weeks ago on the podcast. 
improving mitochondrial function through exercise, through strength training, through cardio in the right doses can have a positive effect on skin. So both cardio and strength training can have this effect. But what's interesting is that I found a study that said there might be a slight differentiation in how cardio and strength training affect your skin and strength training might have more benefits for skin specifically than cardio does. For one, like I said about too much cardio and too much exercise is going to have a negative effect on your skin, but that doesn't mean that the right amount of cardio can't be beneficial. I think that I always like to say, I always think people overdo it, right? And, but that doesn't mean that I'm saying not to do cardio at all. I think 150 minutes of light to moderate intensity cardio per week is what we recommend in addition to your strength training workout. Now, if you're having those signs, like I said above, if you're getting sick all the time, if your hair is thinning, if you're having mood and sleep issues, you might need to adjust that to fit into your lifestyle so that you're not having those negative side effects. But 150 minutes for most people is a pretty good benchmark to try to hit for cardio. So cardio, if you're doing it in the right doses and you're not overdoing it, can increase both skin elasticity and increase the upper dermal structure. Okay. So cardio can improve skin elasticity and improve upper dermal structure. Strength training, on the other hand, seems to have benefits that aerobic training doesn't. So it does everything that cardio does for the skin. So it increases skin elasticity, increases upper dermal structure, but it also increases dermal thickness. So again, just to reiterate, resistance training increases elasticity, dermal structure, and dermal thickness. What's the difference between dermal structure and dermal thickness? Like what does this physically look like? Dermal structure is a loss of collagen and elastin fibers that provide the support and the firmness of the skin. So this can contribute to static wrinkles since your skin kind of has less like bounce back. So when you're losing that structure, you're kind of losing that bounce back. Whereas thickness of the dermis is more related to sagging and related to wrinkles. So while cardio influences the structure, resistance training improves both structure, the bounce back and thickness or kind of anti-sagging. So a theory why resistance training has an effect that aerobic training does not is because of the expression of the BGN gene. So the expression of this gene is linked to improvements in the connective tissue in the uh, dermal layer of the skin. So it seems that cardio training is not expressing this specific gene that is linked to dermal thickness. So that's one of the reasons, one of the theories why cardio doesn't have the same effect as resistance training does on skin health. It's important to note that I'm saying resistance training, but that doesn't mean that all resistance training is created equal and all types of resistance training will release this BGN gene or will express this BGN gene. It's important to note that this mechanism seems to happen when muscles are challenged significantly. It's not just like I did three reps of 10 and like I completed my set and it kind of burned, kind of was challenging and not really you have to really get close to failure in each set and load each muscle with enough intensity to express this gene. 
This may not happen very well with combination exercises. Like if you're doing squats to overhead presses, squats to overhead presses may be more of a cardio exercise than fall into an exercise that is significantly loading muscles because the work is going to be so widespread across your entire body. And therefore it might be challenging to load any specific muscle with enough intensity. So you might be feel tired at the end of your set. Your heart rate might be up, but you might not have loaded any muscle with enough intensity. Expression of the BGN gene also might not happen with super high rep, super low load training. So if you're doing an exercise for like minutes and minutes on end, you're doing more than 30 reps and you're not getting close to that failure, but you are feeling the burn, the challenge might not be significant enough to express that BGN gene. So to get the benefits, loading your muscles really specifically by choosing simple exercises and taking those exercises close to failure may trigger the adaptation of improved dermal thickness. So an example is a chest press. Maybe you are lifting weights that feel challenging in a chest press. You take that exercise close to failure, like three or four reps shy of failure. What that looks like and feels like is that your last rep cannot be done at the same speed as your first rep. You have a decrease in velocity or a decrease in speed towards the end of your set. You never want to do an exercise or a rep with sloppy form. Of course, we always want to make sure form is first, but you want to make sure that you're loading that muscle significantly enough to get the expression of that gene that's linked to uh, dermal thickness. So Although there needs to be more research about this. And again, I am not a skin expert. I wanted to keep this really basic. I just think that these findings are really promising and interesting and hopefully just yet another reason to add strength training into your routine. Okay. I hope this was interesting and helpful. We will see you all next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.